quiet on the set. Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Welcome to Backstage with Anna Schofield. Um, over the next few weeks, I have the pleasure of delving down to the corridors of Sharjah Performing Arts Academy and speaking to everyone I can find regarding different forms of performing arts through who makes the tea, right through to who prints the programmes, through to acting, singing, dancing, costumes, um, oh, set design, lighting. Um, I even had Peter, who's the executive director of SPA, um, talking about his relationship with the ruler and the expansion for Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. So it's been super good, especially if you're a nosy person like me. I now know everyone intimately. But this is quite special for me, um, this particular interview, because I'm going to be speaking to Ben Ayrton. And Ben is the programme leader for acting. So this is something very dear to my heart. And um, I'm the girl who ended up in radio thinking that any minute now she was going to get the lead in a movie okay. and win the Oscar. <laughs> so, um, and, and you know, I've loved my career in radio, but if you scrape the surface, there is an actress in me dying to get out. So welcome to my show, Ben. Thank you very much indeed. Nice to be here. How long have you been at Sharjah Performing Arts Academy? Uh, 15 months now. Oh, lovely. Yes. Okay. So you've done a, you've done a year. Yeah. And before that, were you in, I imagine you were in the UK? I was in the UK, yes. All over the UK, but also travelling internationally quite a lot as well. So I ran a, I ran a company, oh, wow. a performance company up in the north of England. Did you? Whereabouts the north of England? Uh, in between Durham and Newcastle. Yeah, I know it well. I was on Metro Radio there for a oh, while. So. Did, okay. <laughs> yes, I knew it. So, um, obviously, acting. Um, would you say um, that this is the area that most students want to be part of? Because I feel like acting in the West is the big, is the big thing. There's obviously musical theatre as well, but acting is that dominant, magical, sparkly force. Would you say that that's the same here? Um, actually, I think our metrics are relatively balanced across all of the programmes that we have, and that's real testament to the programme leaders who yeah. are able to kind of uh, put across that message that, that all of these areas of work that we're exploring and that we get excited about are, are really relevant pathways yeah. for people to take. I think we might have a slightly slightly teeny more percentage who kind of apply apply to us through the acting route yeah. but of course we've we, we've got this wonderful system here as well whereas in our first year which matt might have talked about last week that everybody who comes to spa does this kind of collaborative program yes. and within that first year if you find that you've got an aptitude or a desire or a passion to look at one of the other programs there's an opportunity for you to go and explore that and actually change your idea of your degree um but we're this year we are busting at the seams in terms of auditions yeah. so it's been a big pickup from 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 last year so um we're probably 60 percent more auditionees this year as well and i think that's just wow. because of the success of, of spa's marketing and, and the fact that we've been here for three years now and yeah. people are getting to know a little bit about us yeah. yeah and and spa is obviously quite unique it's the only one in the region that's yes. offering yes you know, yeah what it's offering now your program leader for acting yeah. so what does this mean because if you're if you're the leading the 
the fray. Are you in the classroom teaching or are you actually organising and orchestrating everything? Uh, both. Very, very, very <laughs> much both. So um, probably about, I don't know, probably about 20% of my time on paper should be teaching and leading projects. Uh, in reality, it's considerably more than that. Yeah. Um, and the other percentage of the time is really coordinating and leading the team reviewing with the team we're a very collaborative group of people so when I talk about leadership it's really about just encouraging everybody to really think about how they can undertake their job and be the most passionate they can be and the best version of themselves they can be within the framework that we have right, right. and we're really blessed to have an amazing team of people to work with yeah. and uh, we're, a, we're an international team so we have people from the UK people from Lebanon uh, people from Mexico, from Poland, from India, wow. uh, from and from the States as well. So we're very, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lovely team, really yeah. multinational. Okay, so here's a question. You yeah. come, come from the UK, yeah. um, but you have taught internationally. Yeah. Um, what are the differences in terms of teaching internationally um, versus being in the UK where everyone's does everything in English all of it's just English it's English playwrights it's English plays or it might be Western yeah. but here obviously you've got Arabic influences sure. you've got Arabic students yeah. you've got African students yeah. what kind of challenges is that for you? It's not so much a challenge, I don't think, as an, as an opportunity, because I think, you know, when, when, when you are bringing people from all sorts of different cultures and all sorts of different nationalities and, and with different versions of their own language as well, because obviously Arabic is split into many different dialects yeah. as well, then there's this extraordinary kind of coming together uh, and this excitement about sharing who we are and where we're from. I think in terms of the work, what it does do, which is... Which is deeply exciting for me is that it allows us to explore work that isn't necessarily Euro or Western centric mm. but actually work that comes from or has some relevance uh, to the people in the room that we're actually working with so it forces us to look further afield in our search for great stories. I mean we always come back to this this very simple premise that actually what we're here to do is to tell stories that's what we do whether we do it on radio whether we do it uh, uh, in a small theatre and big theatre outside on film, in the TV studio, um, wherever we are, we're still telling stories and embodying stories in some way or another. So being here allows us to really broaden uh, the, the base and the reach of where those stories come from and the relevance of those stories. Beautifully, of course, you find that even with all of this diversity, there are certain stories that kind of hit every culture at every yeah. point at, at some time and these yeah. universal stories that kind of bring us all together so are these there are these points that we converge which are really exciting to explore yeah. uh, but then the divergence also is probably more exciting and looking at the nuance and looking at the difference um we still we still we still look at western training we still look yeah. at western playwrights as well because that's important there's some brilliant work there yeah but we also look to africa we also look to eastern europe we also look to the MENA region. We also look to Asia and East Asia and mm. Japanese training and Balinese training and uh, South Indian Kerala and Katakali and all, all of these, all of these wow. wonderful heritages that we can draw upon. Yeah. This is amazing. All right, we're going to take a break now and then when we come back, I'm going to quiz Ben on what it's like taking a class with him, um, an acting class from the programme leader. Keep it here at Pulse95. Stage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield on Pulse 95. Quiet on the set. 
Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Pulse. Welcome back to Backstage with Anna Schofield. I'm in Sharjah Performing Arts Academy and today I am joined by Ben, Ben Ayrton. Ben is the programme leader for acting and we've just been talking about the diverse situation he's in where he's bringing um, and exposing students to all sorts of... um, what's the word, cultures, playwrights, um, not just concentrating on maybe what the West would concentrate on, but trying to include everything so that students who come from everywhere are exposed to their own languages and their own culture and, and, and history as well. What's it like being in your class now? Let's get down to the classroom okay. tech. Okay, so if I come in yep. for the first time yep. um, and I meet Mr. Ben mm-hmm. and, and I'm there and I'm going to take an acting class, yep. what am I as a student going to be exposed to? Uh, exhaustion. Uh, no, seriously. Really? Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, my, my particular... I mean, you know, I, I teach quite broadly. We all, we all teach quite broadly when we need to. But my, my particular practice is very intense physical practice right. that comes from, from firstly an East European base but then has branched out into global, yeah. global physical practice. This is what I was talking about in terms of drawing from, you know, Japanese cultures or South mm-hmm. Asian cultures or some African cultures. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I essentially teach a program called core training uh, which is very uh, high intensity physical vocal and work with breath it's very much based on uh, the group in an ensemble setting being continually active and continually moving and really working on five core uh, elements that the actors need we believe um, which is strength stamina balance, uh, flexibility, and then this thing called plasticity, which is the body's relationship to the spine and how the body can hold form and hold shape and change form and change shape. Um, It partly lives in the world of gymnastics. It partly lives in the world of, I suppose, contemporary dance theatre. It very much lives in the world of of what the East Europeans were doing in the the late 50s, 60s and early, early 70s in terms of kind of breakthrough practice that's quite well known now Um, and it sort of lives in a in a kind of magical place of universal storytelling as well so and that that work then builds to uh, uh, projects which is where I've just run to now from uh, this morning no 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 we we, we finish because it's Ramadan so we finish at 1 30 for Ramadan hours but on on Thursday night it's the culmination of working with with year three actors so we've been working for the last uh, five weeks we've been working for um uh, between four and five hours a day, just just working continuously on, wow. on on this program of work. So they've they've built something that will be between sixty and seventy minutes. It will be a structured physical improvisation. Wow. They won't they won't stop within that. Right. And the idea is really essentially to work so hard that you kind of break out of all of the blocks that might have been living within either your physical body right. or your emotional state to find. Um, a really deep, organic, and kind of authentic connection to who you, who you are. Because really, what we're trying to do here in terms of training actors, and and I think this is one of the great misconceptions of, of acting is oh, oh uh, you're training us to be someone else. No, we're absolutely not 
doing that. We're doing right. literally the opposite right. of that. So we're training you to unlock your own imagination mm. and to understand who you are and through your own imaginary and imaginative processes to create an imaginary world that, that, that you are essentially being you within, but a version of you that is, that is physically very capable, right. emotionally open, uh, and has a really broad range of uh, imaginative, intellectual, emotional, and physical capacities. So that's really what our training is about here. That is a big description. It's, uh, yeah, it also is quite terrifying. I did performing arts, uh, I did a performing arts degree in the UK um, three years ago, no, uh, many years ago. And um, the, the most scary element for me was when we did a term on clowning. <laughs> and, um, right. and, and initially you go in going, well, this should be fun. Yeah. And then you are literally two weeks in and they break you down so much. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing of clowning was about finding what your clown would be. Yes. Um, and and why the clown would be the clown and does your clown speak yes. um, are they a mime do they wear something odd do you have mm. you know um, you know something with you do you I, it was so utterly terrifying yes. and I listened to you talking about physical theatre then and I had all the same fears sorry, yeah <laughs> terrifying um, but but very very interesting so would you say that that's that's the starter point what you've just described that's mm. the starter point for every performer coming in I, yeah, I, th I think so. I mean, we, we, we build people up gently, physically and imaginatively and emotionally, and, and there are various pathways and methodologies that we explore, and it's an incredibly supportive and uh, uplifting and positive and fun environment as well, and that's, that's really part of it. But also, at the end of the day, you know, um, being an actor is a, is a, is a, is a difficult job. Yeah. You have to be super capable in lots of different areas as well as have a lot of kind of grit and determination. Yeah. And, and, and that grit and determination uh, essentially comes through a lot of self-discipline, really. Mm. Um, and we also can't shy away from the fact that, that live performance, as well as then taking that performance into the digital world, is, is highly physical. If you are being required to perform eight times a week, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes for between four and six hours a day. That's, that's a huge outburst of energy yeah. and that needs to be fed somehow. And, and it's not that we're asking people to be athletes, but we are asking people to be the most athletic version of themselves that they can be right. within the training program so we also have a wonderful nurse here we also have a wonderful <laughs> doctor we also have a brilliant physiotherapist and we have a, a recovery room and a, a training room if you do suffer injuries or anything like that so it's a mm. it's a really supportive and holistic environment that we bring that we bring people into but it's it's it, it's hard work you know yeah it sounds it <laughs> Ben, thank you so much for talking to me today. You're welcome. Um, because the, the one thing that we wanted to do by, by doing this show um, is actually talk about the things that people probably don't even realise yeah. is going on right here in Sharjah. Mm -hmm. um, I think the performing arts has changed quite a long time in the 15, 20 years since I did it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really interested in the concentration that you now have on the physicality of it. The, you know, I, I imagine that you have a gym as well and that the students are in encouraged to exercise or, uh, or both, work out both uh, both our female and male students have a gymnasium in their accommodation you see it's unbelievable that it wasn't like that so many years ago so it's incredible thank you so much for taking time out You're with me nice having you backstage 
with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield on Pulse 95.